0: Eight nine seven seven seven, or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, twenty-one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred sixty-eight hours after issuance. Cdkng.com/slash/football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast.
0: <laughs> oh yeah it is, but it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast, it is a Finnish Strong Friday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sports book app. I will tell you who the winners are, the spread the word winner via social media, the sponsor confirmation email winner, the YouTube shout out winner, I will tell you all of that. A little bit later on in the show, I don't want to mess around. I know you're as excited as I am to dive into the latest news around the NFL with Adam Schefter. And frankly, we got to talk to Adam as quickly as we can because he's getting text messages while we're trying to talk to him. The great NFL insider from ESPN. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Adam, it's Ross. Great to talk with you as always. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Right when we were about to start recording the interview, you said, Oh, hold on a second, Ross. I, I have a text I need to respond to real quick. I mean, yeah. is that is that typically your life or is that going to be even more so this offseason? That is the life and
2: that will be the life of this offseason. Yeah, you can imagine all these quarterbacks, all these storylines, all these unpredictable times, right? Can you imagine what it's gonna be like when there are trades and signings and moves and I mean, yeah, it's 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 uh that's the life. We we love the life, we're blessed to have
0: life, we're privileged to have the life, but that's the life for us, right? And you and you believe this will be I mean, you, you even said as you were doing that, this is gonna be this whole offseason is gonna be like this. Well, listen, again, I think this is
2: the exercise that I was putting myself through on Monday when I realized how crazy it was going to be. How many teams can you count right now in which you can say, you know, you know, the opening day starter in 2021 with quarterbacks? Go through the list and tell me how many quarterbacks you know will start opening day in a certain place.
0: You know, it's funny that you say that because. Joe Dolan does the Fantasy Feast podcast with yeah. me. Yep. He went through that exercise, Adam, yep. and he said with 90% certainty or greater, he only came up with 11 teams. That's 90% about, that's certainty about, that's or a, greater, that that would be the starter. That, that's about what I came up with, 10, 11 teams.
2: So, by the way, and, and, and you can make the argument that maybe it's 12. So, let, let's say it's 12. I, I actually came up with 12. Joe at 11. That's 20 teams that have a quarterback question as to who will be their opening day starter for 2021, 20 teams. Now a couple of those, maybe Matt Ryan does start in Atlanta and maybe that's not a change, but there'll be others that do change, right? So when you've got potentially 20 teams changing quarterbacks, that tells you there'll be a lot of text messages as the season goes on, off-season goes on.
0: Okay, so, and that's what you tweeted earlier in the week, Adam, at Adam Schefter. Yeah, He's by said the way, roughly and, 10. and you told me, I'll take the under. Right, and and I, that's what I wanted to dive into because you said uh, your over-under of teams changing, starting quarterbacks this off-season is 18. Yeah. You'll go with the over. Yeah. I, I went through it, and I guess – especially with the salary cap going down. yep, It seems like it's problematic to try to trade Carson Wentz in Philadelphia or Jared Goff with the Rams, maybe even Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. It feels like more of these guys are going to end up staying when all is said and done. Evidently, you don't think that the cap going down is is going to be as much of an impediment as I do, is that fair? Uh I think that when it comes to the quarterback position, okay,
2: teams do whatever they have to do. And Ross, you can sacrifice at running back, you could sacrifice at wide receiver, you could sacrifice in other places. I, I don't believe you can do that at the quarterback position. It's the most important position in all the sports. So you do whatever you have to do to make sure that you get a plan figured out. That's worthwhile. You brought up Jared Goff, right? For example. I, I don't know that he's going to be the Rams opening day starter in 2021. And I know the contract is prohibitive. But I also know the Rams and the way they think and how creative and smart and intelligent they are. And in my own mind, if they want to figure out a way around that, they will do that. They will do that. And so um, I don't know how right i i didn't write the contract but they'll figure out
0: something and we'll see what that is speaking of contracts one question i had adam specifically as it related to matthew stafford that i hadn't heard anyone ask yep he's under contract the next 2 years yep 20 million this year next year is what he would get from the acquiring team currently. I mean, Adam, that's half of like Deshaun Watson and Mahomes. Do we know whether or not Stafford wants or is expecting a new contract for his new team? Because that changes the dynamic a little bit if he does. Russ, I, I think I would say that players usually
2: do want new contracts with teams. And usually when it's a quarterback, maybe in a pandemic, maybe when the cap's going down, the team's looking for even more cap relief and the quarterback's looking for more money and there's a way to satisfy both parties where the cap number goes down in 2021 and the quarterback gets more guaranteed money on the backside, right? Like, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. I, I don't know that Stafford will want more money. I'm sure the potential for a new deal exists whenever and wherever he gets trade, traded. And so um, let's see where he goes. Let's see that team's cap situation and let's see how both sides approach it.
0: So uh, your colleague at ESPN, Dan Orlovsky, who's very close with Stafford several years, he tweeted something ominous this morning. I think we're going to have fireworks today. Now, I don't know what he's talking about, but I know he's very close with Matthew Stafford. Is there any chance something with Stafford would get done today, or do you have any idea of a potential timeline there? Uh, It's...
2: Listen, I think I've always thought that Matthew Stafford trade could get done by the Super Bowl. I always thought that. And so we are nine days away from the Super Bowl, right? So they've been talking. So to me, it could happen at any point. It could happen today. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But I don't think that that's a February 26th deal, so to speak. Okay. So when it heats up and when it happens, we'll see. But yeah, uh, Dan knows a lot of coaches. Dan knows a lot of coaching information. Dan knows a lot of quarterbacks. I, I can't say I know what Dan was referring to, but we'll see how that plays out over time. But I think Stafford is in play from this moment on, basically.
0: Let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Uh, you reported yesterday that he requested a trade. It sounds like I, – I, I want to make sure I get this right. It sounds like – he had request requested a trade earlier. We just found out yesterday. Is that fair? That's fair. Yeah, no, He that trade request had been in, Ross. And again,
2: you know, here's the thing. Um, we talked about this issue on Sunday Countdown, Chris Mortensen and myself, like three weeks ago. And at the time if you remember, I think there were some people who were skeptical. Oh, that that's not happening. But everything, and I think Mort was floating the Miami Dolphins that first Sunday, which I think might have been, was it the playoff Sunday or the Sunday, last Sunday of the regular season? I, I don't remember. I think it was the first wild card Sunday. And so we've talked about this as if, Everything but the trade request had been made, like as if he wants out, as if he won't go back, as if they have not been able to contact him. And I I think all yesterday was was validation, basically, of all these talks that people have had for the last few weeks. Yes, it's real. Yes, he wants out. Yes, he doesn't intend to come back. And not only is it real and validated, but it's been real and validated for a few weeks now since that request was in.
0: You think there's any chance he's back in Houston? Well, it depends on who you
2: ask, right? Like, there are teams and people who think if the Texans take a hardline approach that they'll squat on him and he'll have no choice and they could find him all that money every day and they could go back and collect money on his contract. But I, I just – think if you're the Houston Texans and you've already had all the negative attention that you've had, do, do you want that hanging over your franchise every day? But then again, do you want to trade away a transcendent young quarterback in the prime of his career? Do you want that? As, as I've been saying, they have to pick the best of the worst case scenarios. Like none of the options are ideal. None. So which one are they going to go with?
0: You know, The way I look at it, and tell me if you think I'm wrong, I almost feel like they gotta get the number two pick from the Jets or the number three pick from the Dolphins. You know, like in other words, yeah, to be able to sell hope at them, it feels like if they're gonna trade Deshaun Watson, they gotta turn right around and draft Zach Wilson or Justin Fields or one of these top guys, and at least be able to sell the future and sell hope to the fan base. I uh, I can't argue with that. It's
2: it's a situation where, again, do you want to show how strong and tough you are and stand up to the player and force him to not play and have your fans attacking you and you're not improving your team? Do you want to go that route? I mean, they can do that. There are some people who say the Texans have the leverage. I, I don't think that's productive for anybody. Uh, or do you acquiesce to your star player's wishes? And if you do, to your point, um, do you trade him to the Jets? Do you trade him to the Dolphins? Um, Those would be the two teams that are best positioned to make a trade. You can make the argument to the Falcons also, right? Like how about, I think, Bill Barnwell from ESPN.com, the Theory, Calvin Ridley, number four, and like a one next year. Like that's that's an interesting haul. That would get people excited, I think, right? And at four, uh, you're probably going to be able to get one of these quarterbacks, but again, when it comes to the quarterback, you want to get the guy you want. And at four, I don't know that they're going to get the guy that they want. You know, here's one uh, and, and we're just talking, right? Like when you start going through the exercise as we did earlier about naming the places that are locked in, what if you are the Houston Texans? Here's really bold and this hasn't happened, but we're just going through the exercise, right? Like, let's have some fun with this. If you're the Houston Texans, would you offer Deshaun Watson to the Jacksonville Jaguars for the number one overall pick and Trevor Lawrence? And if you would,
0: if you were Jacksonville, would you do that? That would be unbelievable. That, that would be uh, – I'm going to say whew, that's a burden hand one, man. That is, that is amazing. <laughs> Think about that, right? I thought um, heard about that this week, so what do you do, Russ? Yeah, from each team's perspective, would you do the deal or not? I think if I'm the Texan, if I think if I'm the, I think I both teams would do it. Both I think if play. I'm, the, I think if I'm the Jags, as high as I am on Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson is a proven commodity, and you could change the culture immediately, which I think Urban Meyer wants to do. And if you're the Texans you could sell hope and the future immediately. And then have both players in the division
2: for the next 12 years going up against each other. Hold on a second. I need to tweet. Schefter suggests. (laughs) Let, 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 Let me do a fun little exercise as a question, right? It's an interesting question, right? To me.
0: Yeah. By the way, how much does that bother you? Like you say that fun little exercise, but somebody you know someone somewhere Adam, is hey, well, gonna on. tweet should we, should we should we tweet it should we tweet it together
2: here <laughs> fun little fun little hypothetical question
0: with that ross tucker n f l
2: hypothetical question with you want to, wait, 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 hold on ross you want to, fun little hypothetical question okay uh if you were the Houston Texans, would you trade – how do we phrase this, Russ? Um, fun little hypothetical question. Would fun they, little hypothetical I got question. It, I got, would, would the Houston Texans and Jacksonville Jaguars be willing to trade Deshaun Watson for the number one pick? Love it. Hold on. Watson to Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence to Houston. Thoughts. <laughs>
0: uh, how about fair? What do you think of that? I I look, I think there's a strong look, I think there's a strong argument to be made for both. I think Nick Casario. yeah. Adam, I wonder if Nick Casario would want more than that. You know what I mean? Like, he would want, I think, multiple ones. I think he wants to try to build up that roster. And he, I, I think he'd rather almost take the number four pick and Ridley and next year's one mm-hmm. and think he can get Trey Lance or one of the other guys that he likes. I'm just trying to think of the Patriot way, if you will. You know? where they would want those assets. I do think if you're Jacksonville, I know a lot of people are excited about Trevor Lawrence, but he might not be as good as everybody's hoping he'll be. I just tweeted that. Nice. Now you stole my thunder. I was going to say it on the show. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love that you just tweeted. I was thinking thinking about it yesterday and I'm like,
2: it's really interesting to think about it. It's really interesting Think Like that's, that's, that's a really intriguing trade.
0: No, it is. it is. Now, I think Jacksonville might have to put more in in it, but then there's the economic part of it, so I don't know. A um, couple other things, Adam, before I forget. You had uh, – did you say something about – yesterday I saw somewhere – it was in a tweet or something, but you didn't tweet it, that there's some thoughts that maybe not everybody in the Packers front office wants Aaron Rodgers back? I didn't say that. I, I said, I said, I said, I said, the coaches definitely want Aaron
2: Rodgers back. I'm not as convinced that other people in Green Bay
0: feel the same way. Got it. Okay, that makes sense because I, I, I saw something like that somewhere. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I know exactly what I said. I said, I was on Get Up and we were talking. I said,
2: hey, the Packers coaches, you know, they, they, they love Aaron Rodgers they they absolutely want him back i'm not as convinced that other people feel the same way i don't know maybe they do maybe they don't i'm just telling it's a question that's come up a few a few different times
0: got it okay um couple more quick uh big ben sounds like he's just going to do some type of contract restructure and be back yeah, you know, that's the most logical
2: plausible thing right he's got the biggest salary cap number of any player in the league we'll see how that works out and plays out. Um they I think they'd like him back. I think he'd like to be back, so if that's the case, they got to figure it out and make it work.
0: All right. So, last two. One is we got to come up with a bet. You said that you think that you took the over on yeah. 18 new quarterbacks. Yeah. Right. I'm taking the under. Right. Yeah. What we got to think about what we could do for a bet. Oh, what do you want? You when, when post-COVID, post-pandemic, um you, you you want to bet dinner out one some one night? You, you, we you can do could do that, or you could do uh. Well, this is you should do this anyway, which Go is ahead, the Matt. next question, which is about um my front page story. We'll fig, we'll figure that out. I got some people tweeting me now that they're watching the show or yeah. listening. Uh, they can tell me they can come up with a good bet for you or I. I'm still taking the under on 18 new starting quarterbacks. You're saying over. Last thing, Adam. I don't think people really know this, but a year and a half ago, maybe, maybe a year ago, yeah, I saw you liked when I had tweeted something about my front page story and I called you about it and I said, hey, do you want a story? And you're like, actually, I'd like to invest. What What is it about my front page story that kind of caught your attention and, well, wanted, and wanted you to get involved?
2: Well, I love it because first of all, I'm an old school newspaper guy, so I love the written word. I spent 16 years in newspapers and this to me was incredibly personal and it's a great way of giving a gift to people. And here's the thing, when you're giving gifts to people, I'm always into thoughtful gifts. What's more thoughtful than an article that expresses your thoughts about the person that you love or the people that you love or whatever it may be. Right. So when I saw, I, saw, I said, that that's just a very cool thing to me. And so I ordered one, right, and got got it done as a gift. It's a great gift, and uh, I would encourage other people to do the same thing, give it a shot.
0: You know what? It's amazing, because I see some of the videos, and Adam, I mean, most of the time, the the people that get them cry, like, I can't tell you how many awesome videos we get. Like, it is, it really is. People think I'm biased just because I'm, you know, one of the owners of the company or whatever. It really is the coolest gift to just see how happy people are when they see it. And, like, they can't believe that somebody they love had a story written about that. Right. You took know what the, I mean? T- took the time to think about it, right?
2: Took the time to share those thoughts. Took the time to express what they did. And then have that as a gift moving forward. I mean, I just thought, again, when I saw it, it just struck me. I thought it was really cool. And I think it's an incredible way uh, for people to show how much other people mean to them,
0: to me. Speaking of taking the time, Adam, thank you so much for your time, man. Really appreciate it. You are the best, getting up early on a Friday morning with me, thank you. Ross, appreciate you, nice to be with you. Hopefully we'll get to be in person together soon. That would be amazing. There he is, Adam Schefter from ESPN. Not just a terrific insider, but an absolutely gem of a human being. Um, I mentioned how awesome My front page story is, you guys know how I feel about 100 flowers. I I did it yesterday, by the way. My my wife's grandmother, my mother-in-law, my mom, my wife, you will never be disappointed that you took the time to send flowers to your loved ones for Valentine's Day or Mother's Day. The ladies in your life, they deserve it. Moms, wives, they're awesome. They're amazing. And 100 Flowers has a crazy offer. 24 multicolored roses for $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. I literally went to 100flowers.com, made four orders yesterday. And as I think I maybe said earlier in the week, I was sad I can't make five. My wife's other grandmother passed away this fall. Her name was Phyllis. I loved her very much. She's amazing. And I miss her, and I'm so glad for, I don't know, the last five years or so, every Valentine's Day, every Mother's Day, I sent her flowers. It was awesome. To order 24 multicolored roses for $20.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for only like $10 more, go to one flowerscom click the radio icon, enter code FOOTBALL. That's 's flowerscom code FOOTBALL. Hurry, because the offer expires today, Friday morning
1: ross well as discussed with adam texans quarterback Deshaun watson at watson excuse me has officially requested a trade he also even hasn't even spoken to texans new general manager nick casario or jack easterby
0: by the way before i forget right, make sure i give away the winners at the end of the show today Because we went right into the interview with Adam. Because he was getting text messages left and right. We had to pause and stuff. So I wanted to get the interview in with Adam. But don't let me forget to give away the winners. We have lots of winners here on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. So, uh, Deshaun Watson, this is serious now. When you ask for a trade, this is serious. I don't think, ultimately, it's in the Texans' best interest to find him. To squat on him. I don't think that's what Nick Casario wants. I personally, and if he's not even talking to them, he is very upset. Now, it does seem like they are hiring a bunch of coaches. Sounds like Josh McCown might be there, Pep Hamilton, they've got David Coley. I think they're hiring a bunch of coaches with the idea in mind of keeping Deshaun Watson and hoping that one of these guys can get in touch with him and can get to him and can change his mind. I think they will exhaust those possibilities probably until maybe the start of free agency, maybe even the draft. And then at that point, I think they'll give in if he hasn't changed his mind.
1: Shortly after Steelers chairman Art Rooney said they wanted to bring Big Ben back at a reduced rate, Ben Roethlisberger told Ed Bouchette of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette he didn't care about his salary this year.
0: Boy, that's, that's a funny thing to say, right? You don't care about your salary. Because if you're the Steelers, say, okay, Ben, we want you to take a pay cut down to the minimum. You know, that's a tough thing to say publicly. Although the flip side would be, while he's negotiating with the Steelers for what his changed, altered compensation will be, he already put it out there publicly that he doesn't care. So if the Steelers aren't able to get done, it's like, well, why why can't you get it done? Why isn't it done? He said he doesn't care. So it's kind of intriguing when you make those statements about, oh, I don't care, you can that can either backfire or that can be to your benefit because you've now gotten out in front of it publicly making sure every every Steelers fan knows you're not, you're not going to be greedy. But that's all relative, right? Like, he might think $25 is not greedy. The Steelers might think that is still too much. So that'll be interesting. My guess is they'll work it out. They should work it out. I think he'll be better a year removed from that elbow surgery and a full offseason to actually throw and rehab. I think last offseason, he did nothing. He was just letting it heal. So I think it makes sense for all parties for him to be back. And I do think they need to get the next guy in the pipeline and that this should be kind of the uh, the rivers or breeze final year. Ducks takes.
1: According to Tony Pauline, the Philadelphia Eagles are reportedly trying to trade Zach Ertz this offseason.
0: We've got to get Tony on the College Draft podcast soon. That's sort of Tony's area of expertise. Not much of a surprise. The Eagles have major salary cap issues, and they could get some significant cost savings if they move on from Zach Ertz. I don't know that anyone's going to trade for his $8.5 million salary this year. There might be somebody. But I think they might just try to wait the Eagles out and hope the Eagles release him and then just sign him As a free agent. So that'll be an interesting one to watch. I believe, by the way, that Zach Ertz still has several good years left. I think he reminds me of Jason Witten. You know, like he doesn't need outstanding athleticism to get open. He's just really smart and a good, crafty route runner. And I think he can do that for five more years. Well,
1: we all know that the Super Bowl matchup is set, but now we have the Super Bowl uniform matchup that is set. Bucks are going to wear the white jerseys with the pewter pants. Chiefs are going to go with their red jerseys and white pants.
0: Oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Because it just wouldn't look right if the Bucks went with their red jerseys, whatever they are, and the Chiefs had their red pants and they're not the same red. That would just look gross. So white and pewter Against red and white, I like it. We got to get Dave Dambashek on, our buddy, to talk about it. But I like it. You know what else I like, Brian? Winners. I like giving out winners. I like winners on a Winners Friday. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Look, so here's the deal. It's not just a finish strong Friday. It's a Winners Friday. We give out winners to listeners every single Friday. The spread the word winner, that's somebody that – Just retweeted or liked or whatever. Uh, Facebook loved the show. Wyatt Quinton on Instagram. The Even Money Podcast. The betting podcast. He liked it on Instagram. Awesome, Wyatt. You want to sign picture? You want to sign football card for me? Let me know. Still have a bunch of awesome press passes. Including AFC Championship game. It's a pretty good one. How about Army-Navy? How about... Man, i got a lot of good ones left. Steelers, Ravens. You might want to hit me up there, uh, Wyatt. Email me, ross at com. Congratulations. Thank you for the Instagram like. The sponsor confirmation email winner, Isaac Yanez. Bowling branch sheets. He took advantage of Bowling Branch offer. By the way, all of our sponsors are on the sponsors tab at rosstucker.com. So check them out. We get codes for you for all of them. You take advantage of any of the code, send me the email, Ross, at Rostucker.com, and I will guarantee, by the way, to read and respond to your question on the show. And then also, you have a chance to win, assign something. Picture, card, press pass, whatever. YouTube shout out will be for John Wallace's brother Paul. If you subscribe to the YouTube page, it's free. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And you go ahead and make a comment. I will give you a cameo style shout out. Take like a 30 second shout out. So John said his list, his brother, Paul's a new listener, Brian. I will go ahead and give you a shout out, Paul. Thank you very much for being a new listener. We really, really appreciate that quite a bit. Uh, we also appreciate our patrons, patreon.com slash RT media shout outs to pizza, boy, brewing sport culture, steakhouse sports.com vision comics with an X and DinerDepot.com. All the other shows from this week are posted. Even money, fantasy feast, college draft, Andrew Brandt's business of sports. Andrew doesn't think there's going to be as much movement as Adam Schefter does. So make sure you check out business of sports this week to hear what Andrew had to say. Other than that, have an awesome, awesome weekend. Everybody we will be back bright and early Monday morning. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, Rostucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.